Can't get enough BYU football? Listen to Cougar Nation. Mitch Harper takes your calls Monday nights from 6 to 7 on KSL News Radio. Podcast at KSLNewsRadio.com. Also taking those phone calls, Matt Baimonte, who's joining me this week on First and 12 as Alex Carey is in Las Vegas enjoying some F1. He was up late last night listening to the F1. Are you much of an F1 guy at all? No. No? Are you? I was kind of interested in the, the race this weekend because of the whole Vegas scene. Just, I, I, I don't want to see F1 ever show they up. They have destroyed some things on the strip down there right. for this. That really bothers me. Just rip out all the trees in front of the Bellagio fountains. Not cool. Yeah, I, I'm not... I don't want to see F1 ever come to Salt Lake. Please don't mess up our city, please. Anyway, but Alex will be back next week. We appreciate you, Matt, Matt for joining us uh, here on the show this week to talk Big 12 football. And this is where we look back at the Big 12 featured game of the week. And there was a lot of good games around the conference, but I feel like we got to stay on the conversation of BYU-Oklahoma. That was the game because Oklahoma still has championship game hopes. They come in now. About the fourth place team heading into the final week of the regular season. How do you feel about this Oklahoma team moving forward? What do you feel that you learned about them? Were you uninspired by the Sooners' performance? A little, for sure. It's hard to come away with that. But at the same time, you do have to give some credit to BYU, right? Like, I think BYU is talented enough, Mitch, to get to a bowl game. Now, there's injuries, there's the strength of schedule. There's a lot of factors at play as to why BYU may miss out on postseason play. But this isn't some bum team. Like, I think some people look at this and say, wow, like, BYU's not any good. No, BYU's okay. They have issues, but they're talented. Oklahoma, I think what I learned the most from them is, see what you want about Dylan Gabriel? Do beat Texas early in the year, and this was a completely different team when Dylan Gabriel wasn't there. Jackson yeah. Arnold, he may become a great quarterback, but they missed Dylan Gabriel tremendously, and BYU did not take advantage. I'm impressed with how BYU has not given up on the season. I think BYU teams of old would have rolled over and died and said, you know what, it is what it is. Let's just enjoy our December, enjoy the holidays, move on with life, and Go apply for jobs or hit the transfer portal. I thought it was great that BYU battled and showed fight. Because after what transpired against Iowa State, Matt, I think so many people outside the program thought, does this BYU team care? Are they just checked out? Is Kalani losing control of this program? Is the culture just wrecked? And I thought it was a nice bounce-back performance. Yes, you want to get the win. And I'm not trying to say moral victory, but... I just feel like that was a moment, a game where you said, you know, things are trending up for this program and they've got it in them to compete against a nationally ranked team. Outside of a handful of teams, maybe three or four, we're learning in college football in this transfer portal era, anything can happen on any given day. And in the Big 12 Conference, we are learning home field advantage is a real Thing. And at BYU, they've got a great home field advantage when the fans are engaged, and they were on Saturday. That 10 a.m. kick did not 
impact the crowd at all, except for maybe the students. It section. impacted the Rock. The Rock was yeah. disappointing. Like, give me a break, guys. It's not even finals week. <laughs> the Rock, the student section was a big disappointment. But I, I just love that BYU battled and, and they they fought, and it, it gives me some hope that they can go to Oklahoma State and maybe do the unthinkable and spring an upset. Now they've been horrific on the road. They've been pretty good at home. But I just feel a lot better about this team right now than I did a week ago. The one pause I have to that is defensively, there are too many injuries. They they just the third down defense has been poor. Look, BYU's offense punted the ball away, and if the defense could have done its job, they could have had one more crack at tying the game. They couldn't do it, and so the the defense for BYU is also a problem. Like. Point the finger at Jake Ratzlaff. Point the game at the running game and previous losses, sure. But the BYU defense, specifically in third down, has been trending downwards for a long time, and it's hurt this BYU football team. And they can't get sacks. They just can't. Nope. It's just it is what it is. Again, BYU's got only 10 sacks through 11 games. Inexcusable. I would have thought for sure BYU would have at least 20. Not the case. Once again, BYU can't get home and get to the quarterback. First and 12 brought to you by Macy's Grocery Store. Get the freshest fruits and vegetables from local farms and your favorite local brands. Macy's Happy Shopping, proud sponsor of First and 12. Taking the time out, we'll get to our Big 12 Power Rankings next, your favorite segment here on First and 12, and it's powered by KSL Sports.